0: He pan de la ba he ba rosh ba ba ya la ba we you pray for your messiah Messiah, oh, I mess up on that subject. I mess up on that subject. found out to look at the gate, but he did found getting a getting found the ball. She found the found the get the the Le Pan the guy. Get found the pass. the found the Baro, she the bench. They found Oh, Father, we pray for your Oh, Father, Father, how much you got? How much you got? You go, you go, you the game. Slip in the the get gas. the Pandora to tonne de bele bele zipa ngade bah para amesto bon my so ko ha to la parte bana bah ta par shigete gence dia katok ketepa lipa ro zipa kadia parte belewe ye panga da parto ningo to shigete katat la parte dia Deke 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 la deke de deke 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 de deke de deke de deke 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 de deke 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 Je vais te dire que we found the village of the the panama, the gayaka don't talk the village. We found the house in the yamas. The pan, we are the house in the yamas. We found the gay panama, the panama, the panama, the panama, the panama, the panama, the Pan the 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 Victor de it. We don't care. No one's going
1: E Amém
2: Amen. 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 So I want us to go out of it as the man of God is So Before I hand over to the man of God, I want you to it. The last week, our man of God preached a message to the power of the word. Tell them that this morning as the word is coming. In the
1: way shall stop.
2: In the the mania, my poor Shavadia, in the Rakov and and we are telling the that this morning now, anything that He has packaged in the way, the Lord should release it unto us this morning now. That every word that is for me in the world, God Father, open it in the name of Jesus. And release it to me. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Makoshabadaya, Ika Prampta Nakatoski Bagada, Rakopeda Katowski Bagai, Ika Pranktana Kato Bagada, Magosha Badaya, Ika Prampta Bagada, Eko Pranta Navagadowska Vagadai, Magosha Vadia, Iko Pratana Twaske, Magot the Vadaya, Iko Penta Nagataya, <language> Magosha That is coming. It's not just any man. Amen. It is not just any man. He is a man chosen by God, uh, and it's not just a man of God. He is a man appointed and ordained by God. John uh, the Baptist said, "I came to prepare the way for the one who is coming." this one I am preparing the way for the one who paid and appointed by God to come. And I believe personally that the way that you deliver my share is in it. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. As I was sitting now, this is what was coming. The way will fall so, that's why I am saying that my share is in the I do That's why you are praying that the Lord should prepare our sure heart.
1: Because the man of God can speak, he can speak, but you need to receive it.
2: So without saying much, this man is a man of our wife. And yeah, take And one of the final things. So too much time, I hope welcome the ministry of Reverend Joseph Assam.
3: We have, we have His promised Son okay. given unto us. It was tough. That was when we started last week. So last week I couldn't read it. But I should have added it as part of the testimony. Let me just have a
0: little more
3: So we went to the hospital. You know, giving the conditions, what have you, I mean, the women, you understand. and And uh, we went back and forth. Back and forth. But got these people Thursday, that was uh, boom, yes, Thursday, the, the, the son came, and so we have been blessed to have a son in the university. Today, the mother and son will come home, so there will be a great celebration. Being though great, it appears more, but great in the sight of God. because we are full of joy. So, I want to thank you once again for your support and prayers. You know, your errands and what I you, doing? even your world wishes. You paid for it And we have all testified to it. That indeed God is worthy. Once it's done for me, he will do for you Amen. Amen.
1: All right. So, uh, today, um,
3: I want to say that do not be based. Uh, do not uh, feel like, okay, the numbers are few. The numbers are few. The words are plenty. We have the heart. As I even said, the words should be done in the universe. Prepare us to be able to step out of So today, um, what we're going to talk about is abiding faith. in And the theme of the message. It's taking you on 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Verse 13. And as always, I have my message type. So I'm referring to my
1: laptop to get the message. But I wish me to read. Is there very congress? Where is Call of the Discord? that's
3: the last verse of that church and he says and now abide with hope love be straight but the greatest of peace is love we pray Father in the name of Jesus we thank you Lord, for your power. we thank you for your strength Lord, you thank you for being able to move from the various places of our world to this gathering. Mighty God, you're going to speak to us today, You're going to help us. You're going to let us understand everything that we have to do to, to increase in our faith, to walk in your sights, blameless and without the support. Help us, O oh God. Grant us a heart. Let in and out be an instruction. That will bring us from really inviting your word to wait. be a thing that is only here. Grant us to have an attentive story that we will leave this place prepared. We will live here edified and renewed in the light. We thank you and I. Even coming those that are not here, anybody that is on his way, coming the that the purpose, let them be generated to the glory of the Lord. That together, we are all across to be in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus, once again, for this wonderful moment. Amen. I said, it's a abiding field, and I live with all a word of it, and you know, the word of it is a, a five letter word That means a lot, and I realize that in this life that we live in, we've got a very core essence of our existence in our know, being. On this word for faith. The verse that we read talked about three things. The first one was faith. Hope and then love. Even though the greatest of them is love, they you want to center on faith. So it goes like Which of you, well, Sia (laughs) for the right. So he says, which of you, if that's nicely dressed and seated here, know what will happen tomorrow? Certainly not. All of us do not know what's going to happen tomorrow. But we know that we believe that when we would go to bed and come on. Right, and we have a pain and run around with our daily activities. But the certainty of tomorrow is unknown. <coughs> this life, as we know, is controlled by the unseen realm. And since man is a spirit being, he needs a vehicle by which the things of the unseen pertain to him or her. Will be transported to the natural. You're no real spirit means housed in an endowed vessel called the body. And so, whatever it is that comes to us exists before. And the place of existence is the unseen realm or the spirit realm. How do you? Get what is in the unseen into the sea There certainly has to be a way by which whatever belongs to you will be transported from the unseen realm to the sea You've been promised money. The Spirit of God has promised us things. Surely it will come to pass. At your, 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 your level of commitment, or so there's a certain level of commitment from you, ought to be from you. Towards make sure that the is established, and that is surely shall be what we call faith. The life of man under the sun is full of innumerable uncertainties, like I said earlier, and as the saying goes, tomorrow is not promised, but what is promised is of God, because he is the one that knows tomorrow. We as beings cannot know tomorrow. We can all do what, possibly what, um, um, projects, uh, fantasize in our thoughts what we would want to, what, how do tomorrow. But i wondering if you are not empowered to see the tomorrow, would you be able to watch, um, and, let's say, actualize what you fantasize about Obviously, previous day? Obviously not. There are a of things under the sun. Man plays their fair behavior. Example: science, technology, education, as a means to attain riches. Men as lifeline helpers. All of us here, at one point in time, have about come to a point uh, where we will need certain things from men to keep us going. It could be what a word, it could be an advice be some sort of a kind thing or let's say um, 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 some support that you need from what someone who what is what you to keep going so they are the lifeline of in the situation even political parties and leaders we pride our hopes we trust in what they say to us that's the will get us somewhere they will give us an offer it could be a job education traveling what have you President of nations, the givers should have put in voice. Some they are able to fulfill, even partially, others not at all. But yes, though, we have a certain amount, minus level of faith in them, of faith that they would, as they have said, they would give up. Mediums or man-made deities, and I believe you all know, there are people of Afghanistan who do not believe the existence of a supreme equal God. But they believe that certain objects they have built, that they have been remaining faithful to over the years, and when they call on, offers them what they need, they put their faith in those objects. Just to mention, with you, all of these are certain things under the sun, number no one, how they have failed in. when in. My are are all these things, indeed, the right. Mediums or channels by which our faith should be placed in. Since all of the above are proving some level of failure, of course you can attest to it. Someone gives you a word about something they will come to pass. You'll be in expectation, but when will this come? He said it's going to be this, but it hasn't materialized. his mine. So, you may not hold. Him accountable
4: 100%, because his money, is
3: valuable. But I can, of thousand percent certainty, about thousand percent certainty, assure you today that the one and only place of investing your faith with a 100% guarantee on return investment I mean, those business and you no know, financial um, 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 inclined students and professionals understand what we might return investment. Our prophet in simple terms is in Jesus Christ. He is the only one and the only source of our hope. He is the Son of the One and only true God. So our faith that we know should not in any way put any other thing, any other being than Jesus Christ. But here's the reason why we are all gathered here today. We call ourselves men of God. We call ourselves what of course. And we be the Christian government. If Christ had not died like for us, I don't think we would have been here today. All these instruments would have been manufactured. So Jesus Christ should be our banner should be of faith. So then what is faith in Christ? Faith as we are all heard, What exactly it is as defined according to the scripture. Hebrews chapter eleven. Once I want someone to read for us. Phoebe chapter 11 verse 1. Now faith is the
1: substance of things hoped for, the
3: evidence of things unseen. Amen. So we are ready to read through it. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of what? Things unseen. Right? Can you repeat me? No faith in the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Yes. The substance of things hoped for, and the evidence of things not seen. I believe it's self-explanatory. Many a time, because I comes to you, you envision, you think of it but you have to see it the thing that is able to make you hope for it even though you don't see it that tool, let me put it up or the channel or the medium by which you are able to have firm assurance that I'm going to get this that thing is what we call with. is the evidence of the things you are hoping for. Also the substance of the things that you have in your I said earlier when man is a spirit. Being, and everything that we live, we do, emanates from a certain realm which is unseen. But how do we actualize the things that are existence in the own unseen realm? It is by faith. It's by faith that we are able to help them come to Can you add a verse to for me? It's very nice, yes. Here since says for by it's the whole of Hebrews chapter 11. Part of verse 12, chapter 12 talks about faith. So when you go meditate on it made on this and would actually want to shed more light on the things or the happenings that have taken place that can be categorized as true faith in christ i wrote some things down but some summaries about the rest let me just go through faith it is when you have firmly believed in the existence of something someone or a process you have not set your sight on Let me take you, again. This is when you have firm belief in the existence of something, someone, or a process you have not set your sight on. And there are you move And so, all so, oh, our worship can okay, see it. Say And I say, a wall. Something that you haven't seen. In fact, some of them, even you know, when you think about better it's far fetched. In fact, you say, I, I deal with you, I play pay and I. And so, because, oh, GTA, you have great faith. So, that is what we are talking about faith here. In other words, faith is a total surrender of all our kids and brethren to Christ Jesus and Intelligently following his lead all times and all situations. You can you can actually testify with me that this life is full of uncertainties, like I said earlier with three word statements. We don't know when you exit or far out of this life. It's an uncertainty. You don't know even when you put it in an application, whether you picked or not. It's an like uncertainty for jobs. Even when you are so angry, you don't have anything, you don't know how to make words come out of that. It's an like uncertainty. But what keeps you going? What is the motivating tool or factor that should keep you going? is what we are talking about, which is what faith. Again, faith is like an inner voice. <coughs> That keeps that keeps reminding us about the positive outlook of our life. I take it again. It's like an inner voice that keeps reminding us about the positive outlook of our life. This one is what's refer to as hope. Hope is not in what Paul says. Hope is actually about positive things. That's what the positive outlook of our life and it helps us to keep going irrespective of the situation in our life so what keeps you going when you know you don't have anything? what keeps you going when you know for sure that something that you are pursuing or you are chasing is far-fetched it is big but when you look around us, a lot of in the in academic circles a lot of inventions have existed or have come to be because people had persistent faith. What they were doing another dog has come I don't know why the animals are facing us thought they go another dog has come so a typical example is the invention of the light bulb that we see around us it was by a scientist called Thomas Edison how many times did he try? I don't remember the exact time, but it was countless number of times he tried to invent the line. but he failed. And many a times, many occasions, all the counts failed. But with one last count, or one particular count, he went through. What gets him going? And when he tried, eventually, he, he was excited. The dog is back. I don't know what happened. He can even, maybe he wants to enjoy what he has said. So, that is it, even in the, in, the, in the world instances people have exhibited what except faith in a thing they, they were like, doing, and lo and behold they were successful. You can think of the right practice, those who invented everything, what could have really triggered them to be an ambition that they could put something in space, that can travel Vary all forces, all laws of nature. They tried for the first time and failed. But they succeeded. What am I leading into? As Christians, as people of the faith, as people who are believers in Christ, we should at no point in time have doubt for Instances, or let's say thoughts. Because once you doubt something, it is even better not to have started, or even been or believing it. Because that is the beginning of the failure whatever it is you have given. I Lord the Master Savior.
1: Hmm.
3: Amen. Did you all hear that? It's self explanatory. Can you take it again? James chapter 1, verse 6 to
2: 7. But let him ask in faith, nothing will be. For that we breath is like a wave of the sea, even with the wind and the
1: torch. For let one that mountain that he shall receive the
3: kingdom of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Again, Matthew chapter 21, verse 20 to, 20, 20 to 21. Matthew chapter 21.
2: Verse 20 to 21. And when the disciples saw it, <laughs> they marveled, saying, How soon did the victory with them get away!" Jesus answered and said unto them, Verily I say to you, If you have faith and doubt not, you shall not only do this thing without your faith, but also if you shall see over this mountain, without are removed.
3: Amen. So go ahead. In fact, it's a great sin, or it's a great dishonor to yourself to doubt in Christ. Think about it. The James, as he says, is very serious, very very serious. Says he, who doubts, is like the wave of the sea. Driven by the will, you tossed about. Even the worst of it is the last part, the part B. For let that person ever think that you will receive anything from God. So check your life. What is it that you are praying about? Are you entertaining some level of doubt in you? You're gonna write exams. and they coming to be new? Don't start. Don't go and arrive. By the mere west, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So whatever is emanating from your heart, your mouth, is conceived in your heart. And so, you know, it means that when you have that, yes, if you think about it critically, you say, how can this be possible? It is possible. Because the Bible says, I can do all things. Through Christ, which strengthens me. So then we go back to the word again. The word must be your foundation. The word of God must empower you to be able to have a life devoid of doubts. Even the slightest doubt is a serious thing. Let's take note of this. If you have doubts, your breakthroughs always will be drawn far your prayer will not come to pass if you are doubting him. because yes, God is a spirit, we don't see him he promises us that he's going to deliver you he's going to give you this and that because you don't see him and you don't see it yet you begin to want to cast doubt on it, it just won't happen so let's be very particular about it Jesus gets a victory in the sight of what the disciples they came back and realized that was the tree was dead. Why did Jesus get the victory? It was scared because he expected to find fruit on it. But unfortunately, when he came, there was no fruit on it. So even that is still another statement to you as Christians. That in your faith, you must bear fruit. Jesus exemplified faith there by kissing the victory and there and then died so let's let's not let this life's precious the, the, the challenges we go through in this life because there are things that are going to war against your faith <coughs> particularly when you're on campus you see a lot of flashy stuff you can easily be carried away by your colleagues the way they live certain so the things that you are devoid of what stay have Whereas if you really go to them to ask for a favor and they don't get it for you, they don't give you no the power, you might be tempted to let go of your faith. Believing that Christ who brought you, who took you there, surely put you to the pedestal end of glory. So let's be very particular about it. Let's take note of the fact that your breakthroughs from God by expectations will not come to pass. If you doubt, if you do not have faith, but instead to cast doubt on what you believe. It's very important.
4: Now let's look at how to have and nature your faith.
3: Most of the statements I put them as um so you can just take a point as I read. How do you have a nature your faith? This is like a season. Which must be watered and given all the necessary attention or care needed for its growth, so is our faith. I take it again like a seedling, which must be watered and given all the necessary attention or care needed for its growth, so is our faith. Let's fulfill this. I want to take it once again. Like a seedling, which must be watered and given all the necessary attention or care needed. For its growth, so is our faith. Growing your faith is a conscious and painstaking activity. I will say one more time. You must, you must, you must intentionally or consciously commit to building your faith by the help of the Holy Spirit. Once again. taking activity of constantly feeding on the word of God and engaging in spiritual exercises. Example of the spiritual exercises talked about here. Giving of thanks for the least or the little things that you see as blessings in your life. Meditation on the word of God not just reading not just studying but meditating prayers but persistent and fervent prayers fasting speaking or sharing your faith to other christians and non-believers alike that is one way by which you can actually what increase your faith. Normally, we know in our in our daily lives when we hear of good news, when we hear of or we get breakthroughs in our lives, the first thing that comes to mind, I want to tell a close friend, right? I want to share. In growing of faith, we must attack it what this kind of attitude too. If you realize anything or blessing in your life, your close allies, the ones you trust, of course not anybody should truly share certain effects, but some are you. But the ones you trust, you share with them. It will boost their interest to knowing the kind of faith you have. If they have no more little faith, and also non-believers, our lives as Christians should be example unto them. And by example, what do you mean? We have to walk the talk, we have to walk the belief that we found. You must at any point in time, when given opportunity, exhibit what we believe in to them by our words, by our actions, by our sayings, to non-believers. By so doing. They will be drawn into the fold. Because many a time, it's not just going to say, believe in Jesus Christ. Some will ask you, why do I ask you asking me to believe in Jesus Christ? What evidence do you have to show? So, it comes your blessings for them. You shows them that this and that and that has taken place in my life. Some may have the opportunity to know your past, to know what it is that you are working in, the kind of life you are living, which one goes on. And through that, we know that yes, you are growing your faith at the same time drawing them to the light. The Bible says, that faith indeed comes by hearing hearing by the Word of God. Know also that your faith must be tested. Your faith must be tested. In nurturing and growing your faith and having faith. Eight months you were tested. In for forget to pass maturity. A Christian's life is a life of trials all the time. Because Christ said, know that if myself, they persecuted me, it was done to me. But when read Matthew chapter 5, the beatitudes written down there, you see it. If they so persecuted me, and the other was fathers of the faith that existed before us. How different you you? when you choosing to polarize? But when you walk through these adversities, when you walk through these persecutions, trials, know that your faith is being what's passed through a test or a trial. And if you're able to, which you must, come out successful, your faith will grow. But you would have evidence, solid rock, rock, solid evidence, to tell or share to others. And you will boost your faith, you will help your faith also grow. So persecutions and afflictions are the ways by which our faith goes through trial. Sicknesses, false decisions, consecration and denial of self from pledges of this life. Genuine lack of needs, are some, but a few, of the trials that your faith must pass through to attain maturity. I repeat, persecutions and afflictions are always, or are the ways by which our faith goes through trial. Sickness, false accusations, consecration and denial of self from the pleasures of this life genuine lack of needs but to, to mention a few are the things that one experiences and to also know that this faith is being tried so know that when you are going through some of this and of course others have not been listed your faith is being tried be conscious of that fight because the reality is when they come as human as you are, if you are not so careful you might give in my giving, you might start remembering, you might start casting doubts. Near the And I may go through these situations. Yesterday we probably towards um, learn from the Father that in fact God when He's trying you, there's a moment when He calls you or we call him, He won't answer. Let's keep this at the back of our mind. When situations seem untamountable, untermount, when persecutions arise, that is when we should have in mind, let recall, that indeed we are Being tried in our faith. And we are glad to even have the Word of God telling us what to do when we are in these moments. As was seen in the days of God, in the life of God, in the water, when they were summoned and attacked, in the moment, what did they do? They sang praises. They sang songs. We are also told somewhere in Scripture that if you are buried, you don't have to put over it. These are the persecutions I'm talking about. You must sing. And like I said, rejoice. Always rejoice when persecutions arise and you are walking through them to issue. The only way by which you are able to have your faith, you will be matured as you go through persecution, is having what have, that, a heart giving thanks, a that rejoices, giving the face of being words. It is not easy, trust me, we are beings. We live in this life. It is not easy at all. We say it as we are saying, but when you analyze and critically money known for you, you are not careful. But that is when you have to know you must stand because we have what a great cloud of witness seated above in the same watching you to see if you go through so they will congregate you because they made it they went through it even in difficult times were theirs and our time that's what i would say ours is so easy because you know what they've broken the norms and us the apostles have done the what the core work, ours is what, work in it and exemplify it. But even in that, we are unable to. So they are always looking up to us. The cloud of witness. They are always looking up to us. So when you are going through persecutions, know that your faith is being tried out for maturity. And you must well walk through it for thanksgiving and rejoice. In it. Never at any point in time feel down um downtrodden or don't look down on yourself when you are going through those things there will come a time when um, um, circumstances and situations and loved ones would neglect you that's the one you really have to remember let us not forget just as a student is going to write an exam and you want to try and remember everything that is meant same approach but consciously always have that remembrance that they will come because I have I've sat and I realized that. But I, it was an experience I had. My very first vehicle was involved in an accident. And unfortunately, the one who was involved in an accident, he drove and he died out of it. There and then I was shaking. I didn't get one slip on it. The vehicle,
1: it was destroyed. The family said they
3: were going to pay back, but they did not. I didn't vote to pursue it again. But I learned something from it. From that day on was what I told myself in this life. As long as I'm the one that's important. And myself, I have not been lost but I have not experienced this life. I'm not dead. It means I can get again. So I told myself that okay, anytime I'm going through situations, I try to, before even the thing happening, I focus and I think about it and I, I, I analyze and draw the outcomes of this so I realized that, okay, anytime you are going through something, the outcomes are basically great. It will either be a good, a bad, or none of these. Do you get it? So I myself and I apply that template to almost everything that happens around me. Anytime I'm going to take adventure, I sit down and I analyze and I think about something. this is the, the outcomes. Once you have the knowledge of the outcomes, when they happen, there will not be surprises to you. Do you understand? I guess the point. Is, they will not be surprises to you. So that is why you have to have the consciousness to having this in mind The persecutions will definitely arise. And when they arise, what are you supposed to do? You must walk through it with gladness. With thanksgiving. Always rejoice. What does that mean? In the face of God's challenge, rejoice. When God is born, rejoice. Because I have I, I realized that when you do not rejoice and you have pain, pain is a tool. But it's a demon in the realms of darkness. It's what you produce, pain. You. When you're doing pain, you produce pain. And the devil always comes to attack when there is a seed that is planted. There is something is found which belongs to you. What's Christ? <coughs> says, this is what. And the devil commitment, but find out nothing another in me. So let's this particular part. In light of this, we must endeavor to conscientize our minds, as yes, and said, and body to anticipate persecutions. When we are aware of the situational circumstances, we are adequately prepared to handle it. Paul and the other apostles were really afflicted for the sake of the gospel. You know, in the book of Acts, the things that took place in all that. So, these are the things that you must what, do to have a in nature and it must grow. Now, let's look at the takeaways. What are we taking away? What are we living here with? Because anytime you go through a good situation or you go through a seminar, there are certain things that you must, i sure, you are living with. That will be your guide, that will be your mantra. So he says, what are you living here with? to guide your thoughts and actions for the weekend and beyond? We must therefore, one, know that you are not alone. I will not be the last in your situation or challenges. Have this conscious knowledge you are not alone and you will not be the last in your situations or challenges Have the perfect way the book of ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 9 it. it says what has been will be again what has been done will be done again there is nothing new under the sun." Let me take it again. What has been will be, will be again. What has been done will be done again. There's nothing new under the sun. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 9. Take away number two. Have faith in Christ at all times. At all times. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. Can you read that please? To
1: him, on Jesus, the author and Finisher of our feet, who for the door that was set before him and the boss, despising the shame, down
3: and down from the Amen. So, again, you, Jesus, the author
2: and finisher of our who the door that before and the boss,
3: Amen. So Christ, you know, well, we know, according to the book of Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, is the author and finisher of our faith. He starts our faith. He finishes our faith. But we must hold the faith. He creates, He completes it. But you must hold the faith in between the, the creation and the completion. So you have a role to play. He goes on to say that he didn't want to look on the shame he, not actually was, um, he didn't magnify the shame that came with the cross the suffering of the cross but he endured because he looked on the higher goal and that was salvation for you and I He is the author and finisher of our faith Point 3. Take takeaway number 3 Consciously examine yourself every moment called to be. Again, consciously examine yourself every particular day called to be. Second Corinthians 13 verse 5. Can you read that, 2nd Corinthians in this of the verse 5
2: examine yourselves whether you live in the faith prove your own selves knowing not your own selves how that Jesus Christ is in you mm. in the saints in you
3: Amen so we heard Christ is living in you because what's he the hope of the God right so then you have to have that consciousness all the time
2: Christ is in me.
3: I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Say these things to yourself. The more you do this, the more it becomes human efficient in your life. I've learned in this life that anything that you give your thoughts, you give your attention, you give you all your efforts to, eventually controls you or becomes you, or you become that thing. So when we have in us and know that Christ is our hope, and also the other appearance of faith, by conscious effort, eventually he will become bigger us. He will rule your life eventually. But if you don't give all attention, if you don't give all effort to him, if you don't rely solely on him, believe in me, you will not see his magnificence in your life. That's why he says it's knocking on your door all the time. It's always there knocking. But you have to take time of opening you. Do you get it? Christ will always want, he will come and say, okay, I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you, and I want to see your effort, your input. Let's take note of this. Consciously examine yourself every moment of day. 2nd point 15, that's why. That is 13, that's why. That is the patrician uh, verse. And then point 4. Draw on the experiences of the heroes of faith. Draw on the experiences of the heroes of faith. Draw on the experiences of the heroes of faith. In the academic circles, that's where I always want to watch, draw my experience and examples from. Anytime a lecturer or a researcher wants to conduct a research, before he proceeds, he goes to look for a literature. To understand, what is the literature? It's a critical study or a careful study, observation, findings of whether that subject matter by which you going to do the research. Has already been existed, or has already been what? A work has been conducted on it, and if works were conducted on them, what were the findings? What were the outcomes? Where can he fit his research in? If initially he was going to go direction A, by the literature study or review, he would be better informed to have what a, a defined path on like what he initially thought. So let us draw on the experience of the heroes of faith. Who are the heroes of faith? The fathers or the patriarchs that have been spoken of in scripture, Abraham, Edeon, you know, Moses, Joshua, um, the prophets, even in the New Testament, the Apostles, Paul, and all the great men that have been spoken of. The experiences they went through, the statements they made, what became of them, how they walked out of it. These are the experiences that you need to look to. To help you walk a life of faith. A life of faith to live in Christ. Because they have done it. Why do you want to be in a soup or a situation all by yourself, not knowing or drawing from those that have already been there? It's an error. Even Christ is the soul or the key or the summit of all these years of faith. The process he went through to redeem us to himself, he himself as an experience. That draw from. To let me proceed, the same point. With Jesus and the apostles being the first prime examples, the Gospel and the book, the Gospel, I mean Matthew, Mark, Luke and John, and the book of Acts contain countless experiences of such. So from here today, one of our takeaways is, let's go and do findings. That's when we read on the life of a lot of such men or heroes of faith who are walked to earth, gone through what we are going through now and who are taking cues, take examples to boost our faith to help us live an exemplified life, a life full of what faith in Christ Jesus. We all know Paul. What became of him? sufferings you went through. And many other analyze But as part of the, the message, they have penned down some few men of God in our current times and in times past, so we can learn from the experiences, the things that they did to become or to get or the acclaim the names they have in our time. Point number four, that's the fourth takeaway. Sorry, a few point. Know that the greatest sin ever to commit is lack of faith in Christ Jesus as the Son of God. Have the knowledge that a life devoid of faith in Christ Jesus is the greatest sin. Because Christ said, it. because of your unbelief, you're already condemned. But if you believe in him, you should not perish. But you have everlasting life. So, you know, belief is actually faith. Belief is actually faith. Synonym wise belief is actually faith. Let me take it again, the last one. Note that the greatest sin ever to commit is lack of faith in Christ Jesus as the Son of God. John chapter 5, verse 24. John chapter 3 verse 16, I want us to read scriptures, at least we have some time. John chapter 5 verse 24, John chapter 3 verse 16, John chapter 8, verse 16, 18 36. So John chapter 5 verse 24, that's the first verse. 5 verse 24, and then John chapter, 3. I want to read the quotations. John chapter 5 verse 24. John chapter 3 verse 16, 18 and 36. I mean John 3, the verses 16, 18 and 36. And then Hebrews chapter 3 verse 19. So, Pastor, please read for us. John chapter 5 verse 24. John chapter 5 verse 24. Very good, Pastor, I say unto you, if thou hearest my word believe it, and believest on him that sent
2: me, not but not yes.
3: Amen. Amen. And John one, 16. John okay. chapter okay. 3 verse 16. It
4: is a very common verse. We all know. to okay. it. word that the 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 last
1: Yes.
3: 18. Same chapter. 18. That believer to
2: me is not that believeth not is contemporary, because he had not believed in the name of the Holy Spirit of the Son of God. Verse 36, the same chapter. That believeth on the Son of Everlasting, and that believeth not
1: the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abides of him. This is
3: serious. So we are heard. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 19. So we read in all the verses that we read the greatest sin in this life is unbelief. And that is the opposite of faith. Unbelief is the opposite of faith. And even, the, the the meaning of faith is for belief. In simpler terms. The Hebrew says what they could not enter to the place of rest because of they are not Christ says that what you are condemned to death, failing to believe that I am in the Son. So it's not even your sins. If you look at the whole of Scripture, this is what Jesus Christ sent the whole on You having believing that He is, so you see, great faith is very key. You believe that Jesus Christ gives you eternal life, and of course not in totality because you have work to do. Faith without works is dead. So you must have works to prove. One great man of God that. Yes, Christ says He's paid for our sins. Right, He's paid for our sins, but it was not entirely paid in a way understandable. He, he has actually, you know, when, when you lead something out to someone, the thing is not entirely his, right? Eventually, you pay back. I mean, when you grow money, you pay back, right? So, your sins have been forgiven. Forgiven in this instance, but the explanation he gave. It's not like you are done completely. You have the work to do to. Yourself. And that is what you have to pay with your life. A life of righteousness. A life that is devoid of sin. A life that is what's pleasing to God. By constantly believing in His name. So failure to do this is no ultimate. Even though you believe, how well do you believe? That's what he was trying to point out. So you have a role to play as an as a believer to ensure. Your faith is grounded and well fed in Christ Jesus. and never entertain unbelief, which is tantamount towards the effect of doubt. So, these are the five takeaways that as you walk out of this place, you walk through the week and beyond, constantly with brood over, meditate on them to help you build yourself up in the faith. And before I bring the seven to an end, I want us to look at some of the life, I on the lives of the heroes of faith, if some of you are ahead of them. So I want to start by the living legends, that's how I call them,
1: the living legends
3: of the faith in Jesus Christ. What's what has become of them, and how talented they are. So, number one, our able and adorable father is not left out when it comes to the living legends of the faith. He is in the person of Apostle William Josari. He is indeed an epitome of total commitment to self, of self to the service of God. He, as we see today, being used mightily of God. He did not rise to this height on a silver platter. He has been been through severe times in his life. From conception, right in his mother's womb, he was fought against. He had no relationship whatsoever with God initially. His His passion for soccer led him to a near-level experience. As he went through a painful period of sin, he did countless trekking, commuting from school to church and back. Many occasions on empty stomach, his developed love and passion for the work of God saw him being severely bullied by his own Christian brothers and sisters. In all of this. His own extended family members also persecuted him. He suffered a lot of minor and major Christian food That's how I call it, in starting ministries all alone and sometimes in groups. But in the face of all this, he didn't lend his hope in Jesus Christ. He has and has been used mightily by God. For his perfect glory, I know for sure he has been toughened and has developed a thick skin. He is a perfect model example for us in developing our hope in Jesus Christ. The person of Apostle William he can draw on his life experiences. These are a few because of time. I didn't want to write a lot. I had a lot to write. So that is, no, no, I mean, I paid down for the purpose of the sermon, what I wrote was a lot, so I drew from some of them to summarize it. So that is Apostle William Sussari. Let's not forget, he's a hero of the living legend in one such. This piece. So, the other living legend that we all know too is our grandpapa. Apostle Thomas, Ketia. the father of our father is a man of great love and obedience to God. He has been through ups and downs in his quest to know and follow God. I recall his brief experience shared with us a couple of weeks ago. How he suffered thoracic power related issues in running errands that is carrying of heavy sound speakers, sweeping and dancing of pews for all for the sake of the ministry and delivering general service to other men of God, how he endured severe hunger, became an object of ridicule in the sight of his own beloved wife, how he was betrayed on numerous occasions by his sons and daughters in the work of the Lord. Notwithstanding, he persisted, not looking at the current circumstances, Therefore, it is who we see today being used marvelously by God for his glory. Apostle Thomas Ketia, one of the living leaders. But for the sake of time, this is only time with you Apostle feel. Apostle, I'm going to
4: list this, this ones because we don't have time. Come again. No, 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 no. I didn't write that much,
3: but I wrote it because of time. I mean, I kind of need time for any of these ones now. The father of charismatic movement in Ghana, the papa, Dame and Archbishop, I can believe Bishop, Dame, the were From Red Cross, by his presence in the community. That's how powerful he was. So that is Charles G. Finney, summary of him, but there's a lot about him. There's a whole book on the heroes of the faith. If you can get one, he what's perused. The nice individual who is also what's past and gone, but led a great life of the faith, is Dwight Lehman Moody. For short, D.L. Moody. D.L. Moody, born February 5, 1837, to December 26, 1899. That is the 19th century too. Also known as D.L. Moody, was an American evangelist and publisher connected with Keswickianism, who founded the Moody Church, Northfield School, and Mount Hermon School in Massachusetts, now Northfield Mount Hermon School moody bible institute and moody publishers one of his most famous quotes was faith makes all things possible love makes all things easy his famous quotes faith makes all things possible love makes all things easy moody gave up his lucrative boots and shoe business to devote his life to revivalism working first in the civil war with the union troops in the United States Christian Commission. In Chicago, he built one of the major evangelical centers in the nation, which is still active. Working with singer Ira Sankey, he he toured the country in in the British Isles, drawing large crowds with a dynamic speaking style. D. L. Moody, one of the past years of the faith. Let's draw on his life, but there's a lot that time will not permit us to what's read. So we proceed. The next individual is William J. Semu. I believe all of you have heard of the Azusa Street's experience. It was fueled by William J. Semu. In 1905, William J. Semu, one one-eyed, 34-year-old son of free slaves was a student of well-known Pentecostal preacher Charles Parham and an interim pastor for a small holiness church in Topeka, Kansas. Semo inherited from Parham the belief that baptism with the Holy Spirit was a third work of grace. Following the new birth, first work of grace, and entire sanctification, second work of grace, Nearly nearly Terry, an African-American woman who attended a small holiness church pastored by Julia Hutchins in Los Angeles, made a trip to visit family in Houston late in 1905. While in Houston, she visited Seymour's Church where he preached on receiving the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And though he had not experienced this personally, Terry was impressed with his character and message. Once home in California, Terry suggested that Seymour be invited to speak at the local church. Seymour received an accepted invitation in February 1906, and he received financial help and a blessing from Baham for his planned one-month visit. Now, the great Azusa Street experience. The Azusa Street Revival was a historic series of revival. revival meetings that took place in Los Angeles, California. It was led by William J. Seymour, like I said earlier, an African-American preacher. The revival began on April 9, 1906 and continued until roughly 1915, so for almost, what, nine years. On the night of April 9, 1906, Seymour and seven men were waiting on God on Goni Bray Street, when suddenly, as though hit by a bolt of lightning, they were knocked from their chairs to the floor. And The other seven men began to speak in tongues and shout out loud, praising God. The news quickly spread. The city was stayed, crowds gathered, and a few days later, Simon himself received the Holy Spirit. Services were moved outside to accommodate the crowds who came from all around. People fell down under the power of God. As they approached, people were baptized in the Holy Spirit and the sick were healed and sinners received salvation. The testimony of those who attended the Azusa Street revival was, I am saved, sanctified and filled with the Holy Spirit. In reference to the three works of grace and holiness Pentecostals, the original branch of Pentecostalism, that is the Azusa experience. The next person, Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Benson Andrew Idahosa, born 11 September 1938 and died on 12 March 1998, was a charismatic Pentecostal preacher. He is a founder of Church of God Mission International. Archbishop Benson Idahosa was popularly referred to as the father of Pentecostalism in Nigeria. His only son, Bishop F E B Idahosa, is now the president of B I U, that's Benson University, for sure, B I U. Founder and president of Big Ben's Children's Hospital, vice president of All Nations for Christ Bible Institute International, among other positions because of time. I just want to shut it. The next individual is Billy Graham. Billy Graham. William Franklin Graham Jr. Born November 7th, 1918 to February 21, 21st February 2018, that was when he died, was an American evangelist and an ordained Southern Baptist minister who became well-known internationally for in the late 1940s. He was a prominent evangelical Christian figure and was according to a biographer among the most influential Christian leaders of the 20th century. The next individual and the last one, Catherine Coleman. Catherine Joanna Coleman was born near Concordia, Missouri, to German-American parents Joseph Adolf Coleman and Emma Wackenhut. Several years after spiritual experience at age 14, she began itinerant preaching with her elder sister and brother-in-law in Idaho. Later, she was ordained by Evangelical Church Alliance. And on this note, I draw the curtains on today's message about abiding faith. Let's endeavor to live with the takeaways outlined. Do over them, meditate over them, and walk a life that is worthy of the call, A life that is worthy such that the great cloud of witness who sits above in the Sahindrins and the courts of the Most High look at us and be glad. They will be proud that indeed their works that were done many, many words, centuries ago is not in vain. And it's what's still being pursued with all diligence by ourselves. God bless you so much your time and your attention shall we pray father we are so grateful for the honor done us by speaking to us letting us understand that without faith god we cannot please you let us oh lord as we depart from your presence be filled grant us the strength by the power of the holy spirit that we will walk the talk, we will exhibit great faith, the one that was demonstrated by your Son in his death to redeem us to himself. Mighty God, if there be any persecutions as you have outlined, your God in your word, let us not, O God, lose sight of that fact, but let us rejoicingly walk through them. And at the end of it all, we would, O Lord, be called home with a great, O oh Lord, welcoming and a you words outlook. We bless you. We thank you. Lord, even as we depart, be with us through the entire week. Let us not lose sight of who we are in you, what we ought to do in our lives, to oh God, that through us. God, your glory. We shown for you. We honor you, we thank you. We bless your name. We worship you once more. For you, God, are indeed a God that we serve. Bless you. In the name of Jesus we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. Wow. 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 What a way. What What are we showing to our dear man of God? God Amen. Earlier when I said, (laughs) the word that is coming, I have my share in it. I don't know about you. Were you able to take your share? You are closing. Were you able to take your share? One of the things I took was he said that in your time of persecution in your time of your wilderness that's where when you call god you will never answer immediately he said that a scripture dropped: luke chapter 8 verse 23 the bible said that jesus and his disciples they sailed to somewhere and he was asleep and the storm came the storm was what, strong and they were afraid and they went to him, Master, Master, we perish. Ask yourself. They said, Master, Master. They called him several times but he didn't answer. So when they called him for several times then he stood up then after rebuking the storm the first question he asked them was where is your (laughs) faith where is your faith they were men they knew the technicalities of how to fish when storms are coming they they know how to maneuver and do all other things but at that particular point in their life their technicalities and everything, what was vanished. They went to him, asked him, Master, Master. As I was sitting now, the word was, was, you know, hitting me. Very true. I'm not here to say, whole oh lot. the man of God has said everything. The Bible said that in that same Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Now, without faith, it is impossible to please God. (laughs) And there is something that you need to know. They brought a semicolon or something. Can we go through? Hebrews chapter 11, the verses. (coughs) Hebrews chapter 11, the verses. The Bible says, But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. Then the colon was there for in that command to god must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently what seek him so whilst he was ministering he got to a place he said why fit why must you have fit? i don't know whether you were pondering over it, why must you have it? The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please, so why fit? So uh, as I was there, I was you know, also learning. I don't know about you. (laughs) You just ponder over it, I don't know about you. they called him master master we perish and when we read that same bible the bible said it got to a time jesus was with them and he left them and while they were in the boat they saw him coming from afar he was walking on the water and one of the disciples said can i come and he said yes you can so these disciples had this determination he was so determined to go so he started, he was going, he was going. When he got to let me say a kilometers or a mile away from Jesus, that's when the storm came. And immediately a person who is so determined to go to Jesus was drawn. And when Jesus helped him, he says, Oh, you little faith. That is even good. He had a, a, a little amount of faith, yes. But one thing that struck me most was when you are in your own darkness, in terms of your persecution. That's where you need to have faith. So the question for us this morning, or the take message, is why faith? He said, for these three remains, love, hope, sorry, faith, love, and hope. But the greatest of it is faith. Ask yourself why faith first? And why
1: love
2: last? But love is the greatest. But ask yourself why faith first? And why is hope in between faith and love? As I was was just about it. So, what came to me was, Bishop, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain it. But you see, one thing you need to understand is if Jesus or if God will trust you with something, He needs your faith. He needs your faith. You cannot know your God, but He can hear you. He needs your faith. And before He can trust you with something, or let me say, He can trust you with a big faith, as I said, He needs your faith. He was, He was um, saying one of the rules of faith, which is our own father. And He said that, Over his journey with Christ, he hold on on onto his faith. There are times where you, even be a man of God, (laughs) your faith will be a little bit less, but he still hold on on onto his faith in Christ. You see, one of the things we have been saying is. Tomorrow God willing, we will go to the party. Next week, Saturday we are having Bible class. You have faith and you and you know and you have this hope that Saturday will come. So as he was preaching, I was I was just going through the scriptures. And with my version with uh, my Bible, I have some kind of, you know, to determine the Greek and other things. And what they gave me was, faith was faith To be convinced of the truth. So one question that he was asking me is, as I said, why faith? And he asked me, why do you come to my presence? You just let's analyze it. Why do you come to my presence? Why are you doing what you are doing? And he was asking me that. Do I come into his presence? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing something people come back to it. He said, Do you come to my presence because you want me to do something for you or what? Then what I said was. Just yes, have this faith that you do. Just <laughs> yes, have this faith. So he gave us several scriptures of faith. Faith. Without faith, it is impossible to what please God. For he that coming to God must believe that he is. And he is what? The rewarder of those that diligently seek him. That means that. You see, before God will do something in your life, He is God, and He can choose to do anything He likes, but one of, of the things that He likes doing is, when He wants to do something, He just needs something from you, like a legal permission to do something. He just needs a legal permission, just like the demos. You just give them away, they will possess you. So, you need something that will give him what? A legal right. Sometimes, when you don't have it, it can go beyond your limitless faith and do something to shock you, to surprise you. But we men of God, sometimes, he needs our faith. Sometimes we tell you, go and give this money to this. You know that you don't have money. But they tell you, just go. You are trying to take, you're trying to well. But I will tell you, just go. And you see, you will take the money, you will be going. But within you, all your faith is gone. But at the end, is the what the rewarder of those who what diligently what seeking. Diligently what seeking. So some we, we have been talking about faith you have been talking about faith, 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 faith but today for those who are who diligently seeking so before you have faith in God you need to believe that he is and you need to believe that he can do it so for, you need to believe when I entered campus, as I said earlier, I was asking how are we going to pass? But as we came to church and we were like, you pass, you pass. After I was there, then I had that, like, no, I will pass. Because all through my like my, my, school session, my education, I've never failed in, in something, yes. Like maybe you are going to class, two, class, three, then I'll feel no. No, the truth. is difficult. Come out with So the thing that we we all we are seeking to have faith. Though it's not coming with speed. But let me tell you, that faith you need to have. I cannot give you faith. Bishop, can you give me faith. Yes. Can Then he said, examine what in yourself. <coughs> Sorry. You need to examine what in yourself. Amen. 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 You see, one thing that always comes to me is sometimes you want something, but because of this faith we have in Him, He provides our needs. You see that man at the beautiful gate. He wanted, for him he wanted money. But Peter and John saw that. No, it's not money that he wants. So he needs this what? This healing. You should just trust him. He will do it. No matter how Long. long it will take. Just need to trust him. I been,
1: you you
3: promised
2: it because I didn't know how I would have entered K investing. They say you need an endorsement, whatever. So I was like, hey, ah. Because in our family, I'm the first person to go to university. Wow. I'm the first person. But it got to a point where the enemy intervened. That he will never allow me to go. But he took prayers and faith in God. That's why he said, This guy will go well not. But we taught fasting and prayers. And he was he was teaching us on how we can build by meditation, by praying. Yes. Please can we be on a fit? Last week word was powerful. Today's word was marvelous. Faith. Word. The word of God. The word of God, fit. The word of God, faith. We are praying. We are telling God <coughs> that any spirit of unbelief, any spirit of doubt, the Lord should help us so that we can overcome it. The Lord should help us so that we can overcome it. I want you to read pray that prayer spirit of doubt, any spirit of unbelief, the Lord should help us when we come over, overcome it and take it away. I want you to pray this prayer. For some of us, and the reason why your miracles are delayed is because of that unbelief. It's because of that doubt. I want you to pray this prayer. This morning, how do you, do you pray this prayer? Pray! <laughs> vekom pa la bagada e kapra tala katons bagada e kapam tela bagadia maka la bagadons ki bagada e kapam tela katons ki bagadiba rako pe la bagadua bagada e kapam tela bagadi mako shabadia mako za Et Capantella Bagados qui va gagner, Macouche Badaïa, Licozebranda la Bagados qui va gagner, et Capranda la Bagados qui Et couvain de la bagadance la 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 Racon palata i bagadia, Racon bela la bagadanski bagada, e kasula bagada e kaprante la bagadanski bagada, makoshe badi i kopret alagatwaske, e kaprante la bagadanski bagada ya, ragom bela la badi, e kopanta lukaswe diaske badi, badiya, makasula bagada, e kaprante la bagadanski e kap. The bagadans bagadai, bagadia, Of Jesus, one thing you need to understand is even the Father knows that when it comes about faith, as we be humans, we not have full faith or complete faith. So sometimes you need this little faith to act on, sometimes you need the faith which is beyond what the little. shake That make us to lose faith sometimes in our life. We are telling God that God should help us, and God should take that thing away. God should take that entrances away in the name of Jesus. Anything that makes you lose faith, we are telling God that God should take it away. That obstacle, that entrances, in the name of Jesus. I want you to open your mouth and pray, and pray, and pray, and pray. Mark us so we can die. For the Bible says looking unto Jesus, the author, and finish off of it. Who for the joy that Eka Bagadaya, igo pranala katwaske. Banana bagada. For that time is said for we walk by faith and not by sight. Iko jebadaya, ragun pele katwaske bagada. Iko panta bagadia, Rakum pele katkushke bagada. Eka sulavran chala bagada. Eka su brenda bagadonske bagada. Eka bagada. Eka pran chala bagada. Iko pent Bagadai, Rakum bagaai, Bagadia, perwas Branda la dia, E zebra nala bagaaiha, ika sulabrat nala baga dongski bagaai, ika sulabat nala baga dongski bagaai, iko pram takatwas ke iko pren nela baga dongski bagaai, makom shabania In the name of Jesus, the Bible said that we should do all things without what murmuring and what disputing. We should do all things without murmuring and what disputing. Sometimes our murmuring can be as a result of what we don't have faith. A result of that unbelief, oh God, why? Why will you do it? Why you are doubting, you are praying, you know yourself, you know what you have been battling with when it comes about faith. I want you to The burden of doubt, the burden of unbelief. As I am giving to you, I saw this what unbelief. I saw this what doubt. I want you to take any special, it can be pain, it can be anything, it can be anything. I'm telling God that Father, I've been battling with this doubt, this unbelief for so long. As I am giving. I give it to you I saw faith and I give you the unbelief and I take faith I want you to pray that prayer